It's after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Körbe Schäfer, heiliger Schäfer, wir haben dir so lieb. Heiliger Schäfer, heiliger Schäfer, wir haben dir so lieb. Heiliger Schäfer, heiliger Schäfer, wir haben dir so lieb. Heiliger Schäfer, heiliger Schäfer, wir haben dir so Hashem Yazo, Yesh Di 
Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. 
uh, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Uh, tune in on the app around the world. Great way to listen. Everything we do is there on the app. You could wake up to the app with the alarm. Uh, search your uh, Android or iPhone app store for NSN, Nahum Siegel Network. Simple as that. Just a few days away from the Kosher Halftime Show that we are very excited about, starring Soul Farm, four days, 13 and a half hours from now, if you look at the countdown at NahumSiegel.com. <laughs> and we are uh, very excited that Soul Farm will be performing. And a big thank you to all of our sponsors uh, who are a part of the Kosher Halftime Show. That is made available on our website 8 p.m. this coming Sunday night, just before halftime. How do you like that? Oh, yes. Um, let's see. We did the Benny Friedman classic, Yesh Tigva, Barry Weber, with Haley Gabar Shefer. Uh, Neshama, done by the New York Boys Choir, Yankee Lemmer and Mkomcha. Um, uh, Avi Ben Yisrael with Va'afilu. Done a little differently than what we're used to. And Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this January 28th, day 8 in the month of Shvat, a week away from our Tuba Shvat special here at JM in the AM. The year is 5775, Tuf Shanai and Hay. Well, um, I am glad, believe you me, I am glad that the, uh, the snow, the blizzard, the tough weather conditions seem to have gone through this area, meaning New York and New Jersey, without much fanfare, thank goodness. Hope other areas that have been hit hard. Um, hope they've been able to uh, get through it without any major injuries or, God forbid, fatalities. Um, but we certainly dodged a bullet in this uh, case weather-wise. They were talking about three feet of snow, two to three feet. And we got away, I think, total, total, total with all the storms over the last 48 hours. I think it may have been 11 inches in New York City. But um, we didn't have the wind that everybody feared and everything else. It's certainly something to be thankful for. Be very careful out there, by the way, because of walking conditions, driving as well in certain areas, but walking conditions are not easy. So please be careful. You want to remain in one piece as you walk from one place to the other this morning. Uh, it seems that all schools are back in session today in this area. That's the way it seems. If there is a specific message of a delayed opening or a closing that you'd like to get to us, you could use any of our email addresses. Uh, Nahum at com, Nahum at WFMU.org. But it does seem that uh, most schools are going for regular opening today, and uh, hopefully this very short week now will get off to a good start. This morning, 15 degrees officially, the wind chill at 5. It's very, very cold, 40% humidity. Winds northwest at 7 miles per hour. Sunny today with a high of 32. Tonight, clear skies, low of 14. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a high temperature, 35 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 58. We're at 15 with a wind chill of 5. Make sure to bundle up. It is really cold out there. Thanks for tuning in to JM and the AM. Plenty coming up between now and 9 a.m. Plenty on our stream all day long at jmandtheam.org. Plenty on the NSN app, which gives you the chance to listen to us and to comment on anything that's going on here during the show. You'll see on the home screen of the app, it says add a comment. We welcome your comments 
right here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
J.M. in the A.M. A selection entitled Baba's Nigun from Shlomi Daskal. Before that, the brand new uh, CD from the Weinrib Brothers. You heard Esa Enai off of Mayain. Uh, before that, Ellie Marcus, brand new, literally just released, a, a brand new CD entitled David Hamelech. That's the title track you heard. Shai Bachar and Yossi Green are responsible for that brand new offering. It's Ellie Marcus, who is in fact a relative of uh, Eighth Day and of Avremel and of Benny Friedman. Ellie Marcus, brand new here at JM in the AM. And Yehuda Green, Hadashi Venu, um, that great classic. Here at JM and the AM. Well, the news is um, the news is uh, reporting that a number of IDF soldiers were injured in a multi-pronged attack carried out by Hezbollah from Lebanon today. IDF spokesman Brigadier General Mati Almoz described two incidents that unfolded. In the first, an anti-tank missile fired from southern Lebanon struck an IDF vehicle traveling with other military vehicles, resulting in, quote, a number of injuries among IDF soldiers. Almoz ruled out the possibility of a kidnapping. Almoz said it was too soon to provide details on the injured, adding that they had only been evacuated to a hospital in the uh, last few minutes. Following the anti-tank missile, mortar shells launched from Syria were fired at IDF positions on Hardov and the Khermon Mountain, a home in the Israeli border town of Farajar was damaged by a mortar shell. The army evacuated dozens of people from the Khermon Mountain. As a result, the IDF fired on multiple targets in southern Lebanon. Almoz said, we view Hezbollah as responsible. This is not necessarily the end of the IDF response. He continued, we are continuing to manage this incident from the Northern Command. The IDF chief of staff is holding an ongoing evaluation of incidents. We are in the midst of this incident. Hezbollah claimed responsibility for the rocket attacks in northern Israel along the Lebanon border, according to a statement reported by Reuters. The Lebanese group said its uh, Kunetra Martyrs Brigade carried out the attack. The incident comes amid heightened tension in the north after an alleged Israeli strike against the Hezbollah convoy in Syria last week. The strike killed six Hezbollah operatives and six Iranians, including a senior revolutionary guards general, both Iran and Hezbollah vowed revenge in the aftermath of the attack. Two rockets were fired into the Golan Tuesday in an attack that a security source said was perpetrated by Hezbollah from Syria. The IDF responded to the attack with an airstrike against Syrian artillery targets late on Tuesday night. So that's the most recent report. Uh, IDF soldiers have been hurt in an anti-tank missile attack on the Lebanese border. Hezbollah is taking credit. And uh, the Hermon Mountain, very popular this time of year especially, is in the midst of being evacuated. Five minutes before 7 o'clock, news from Israel from Galitzal coming up. Plenty more on a Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Yaakov Shweki, Shlomi Shabbat, Kolot, America's one and only Jewish 
Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in New Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Well, IDF and Hezbollah are battling up north. And according to uh, this report that we just saw, nine IDF soldiers have been wounded along the Lebanon border today in this uh, latest uh, attack. Uh, news from Israel coming up next. Plenty more here on a Wednesday. Kosher Halftime Show is Sunday with Soul Farm. Sea Landsbaum Soul Farm joins us tomorrow here at JM and the AM. We'll talk about Sunday's big show. JM and the AM, you got Gali Tzal in the background. News from Israel is coming up. Sunshine today with a high of 32. Be careful, it's cold out there. We're at 15 with a wind chill of 5. Gali Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday is next. Boker Tov from JM and the AM. לצד השעה שתיים, כאן רני אבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. תקרית חמורה בצפון, נפגעים ישראלים מפגיעת טיל נונטט בשני רכבים צבאיים בהר דוב. בשעה האחרונה נמשכו חילופי האש בצפון. שלום לכתבנו בצפון, גיא גרון. שלום, רן, כרגע נראה שהמצב נרגע מעט, אין יותר חילופי ירי בחצי עצה האחרונה, אבל מה שהתחיל קצת לפני השעה 11 בצהריים, כשירי טילי נונטט מכיוון לבנון, נורה לעבר סיור של צה"ל באזור ארדוב לאחר הפגיעה בטילים ברכב הזה כשכוחות מגיעים לנקודה מתחיל גם ירי של פצצות מרגמה לעבר כמה מוצבים באזור ארדוב במקביל צה"ל מתחיל להגיב בירי ארטילרי לעבר מטרות של חיזבאללה גם פעילות אווירית וככה זה נמשך מספר שעות חילופי האש בשעה האחרונה שוללים בצה"ל את האפשרות לחטיפה של חייל היה חשש מזה בהתחלה כשנפגע כשפגע טיל בסיור הצהלי, אבל הדבר הזה נשלל בשלב הזה, ועדיין מבחינה אזרחית אין יותר הוראות מיוחדות לתושבים, אבל מבחינה צבאית האירוע הזה עדיין מתנהל, וכנראה גם יימשך עוד כמה שעות קדימה. האירוע עדיין מתנהל, כתבנו בצפון גייברון, תודה רבה לך. חיזבאללה נטל אחריות להתקיפה הזו, בהודעה רשמית של רשת אלמנאר נקראה החוליה המבצעת חללי קונטרה הצדיקים. קמת מג'מועת שוהדאל קונייטרה אלאברר פי אלמוקאומת אלאסלאמיה בהודעה נטען כי החוליה תקפה שיירה של צה"ל ובה קצינים וחיילים. ראש הממשלה נתניהו עורך כעת התייעצות ביטחונית בקריה, מוקדם יותר הוא התייחס להסלמה והבהיר, אני מציע לאויבינו שלא לבחון אותנו. ברגעים אלה צה"ל מגיב על האירועים בצפון. לכל מי שמנסה לאתגר אותנו מגבול הצפון, אני מציע לראות מה קרה כאן, לא רחוק מהעיר שדרות, ברצועת עזה. החמאס ספג בקיץ האחרון את המכה הקשה ביותר מאז הקמתו וצה"ל ערוך לפעול בעוצמה בכל הגזרות. הביטחון קודם לכל. כתבנו שמואל מוניץ שמע אותו בטקס הנחת אבן פינה לשכונה החדשה בשדרות. יושב-ראש המחנה הציוני יצחק הרצוג שנמצא בסיור בצפון הביע אמון בהחלטות הביטחוניות שמבצע הדרג המדיני. אני חושב שההחלטות שנלקחות כרגע הן החלטות... ממוקדות וענייניות כי אין ברירה אחרת, כי לא ניתן לאפשר לכוחות כאלה להגיע לאזור הזה ובוודאי לא לבצע פעולות כאלה. אני מאוד מקווה שכך יהיה גם בהמשך ושהתבונה והאיפוק יובילו להחלטות הטובות ביותר האפשריות. ראש המועצה האזורית גליל עליון, גיורא זלץ, מסר הנחיות לתושבים. אנחנו מאוד מבקשים מההורים לא לנסוע לבית הספר ולהביא את הילדים באופן עצמאי 
המצב שכרגע כמה שפחות רכבים על הכבישים זה יותר טוב. צריך להבין שכרגע יש פה תנועה מאוד חזקה של רכבים, של צבעים וכל מיני דברים אחרים. במקום אירוע ביטחוני, אם לא נזהר, בסוף יהיו פה תאונות דרכים. בשל ההסלמה נסגרו להמראות ולנחיתות שדה התעופה בראש פינה ונמל התעופה בחיפה. כמו כן, כביש מספר 99 נחסם לתנועה בקטע שבין צומת מסעדה וצומת חורשת טל בשני הכיוונים. מיד בתום המהדורה נמשיך לדווח על האירועים בצפון במשדר מיוחד עם יעל דן. אלה החדשות שעורכת טלי יחזקאלי.
J.M. in the A.M., the amazing and incredible Shimon Kramer with that version of Kel Hodos. Before that, you heard Ellie Marcus, brand new, literally brand new, Shei Bana, a song that opens up his brand new CD, a debut CD entitled David Hamela. 13 minutes after 7 o'clock, you heard the news from Israel. We pray for the recovery of the IDF soldiers injured in today's attack up north. Uh, no fatalities, thank God, are being reported, but there are injuries in this episode, and uh, as they continue to to watch and guard the land of Israel, uh, we pray for their safety. Wednesday morning with 15 degrees, very cold out there. The wind chills at 5, sunny today and a high temperature of 32. Lots of news stories out there, and we have been over the last few weeks, we've been encouraging people to contact Senator Menendez, who we've referred to as an unsung hero from the state of New Jersey when it comes to uh, sanctions and Iran. Well, a group of Senate Democrats on Tuesday eased off their push for new Iran sanctions, potentially taking the wind out of the bipartisan effort to muscle through the legislation in the face of a President Obama veto threat. In a reversal, Senator Bob Menendez, Democrat of New Jersey, announced at a Senate committee that he and his Democratic colleagues had written to Obama telling him they would hold off on supporting legislation that he helped write. The bill was co-authored by Republican Illinois Senator Mark Kirk. The quote from Menendez is, We will not support passage of the Kirk-Menendez bill on the Senate floor until after March 24th, and only if there is no political framework agreement. The legislation would tee up new sanctions against Iran if the country fails to strike an acceptable deal curbing its nuclear program, though the final deadline for those talks is the end of June. March 24th is the soft deadline to reach the outlines of a deal. Well, I have been asking and recommending that people contact the office of Senator Menendez over the last few weeks to praise him and thank him. Now, of course, I will have to uh, encourage people out there to contact Senator Menendez as soon as possible. And if, in fact, you are disappointed in this decision regarding the pursuit of uh, tougher sanctions on Iran, then let him know uh, that you are, uh, in fact, opposed to what he's done and what he's declared to the President of the United States. If you're a New Jersey resident, especially, of course, a New Jersey resident, we ask that you strongly consider doing that. J.M. in the A.M. today, the President of Israel, Ruvain Rivlin, will address the United Nations General Assembly. International Day of Holocaust Commemoration will feature remarks by President Rivlin and Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. This happens today, 12 noon, at the U.N. Uh, many distinguished speakers will be part of the program. Call like a vote to the President for being here for that. Uh, that again happens this coming, well, it happens today at 12 noon. Simple as that. Uh, our friends at the Torah Academy of Bergen County, TABC, and the Torah Academy Parent Association have announced a brand-new adult learning program, a 12-part Hebrew Ulpan course that will begin on February the 2nd, starting at 1 p.m. at TABC. Information about it, you can email the uh, TABC Parent Association. It's T-A-P-A at TABC.org. That's T-A-P-A at TABC.org for information on that. Uh, that starts at, uh, well, Monday, the beginning of February. I want to uh, make everyone aware that our very own Rochelle and Mark Zamek are being honored by the Young Israel of Teaneck. 
And this is happening on, uh, let's see here. This is happening on Saturday night, the 14th of February, the 16th annual dinner. The board of directors of the Young Israel of Teaneck invite all of you to their 16th annual dinner. Rochelle and Mark Zamek are guests of honor. The uh, Charlie Gartenberg Memorial Service Awardees are Tamar and Matt Lowe. It's Saturday night, February the 14th at Keter Torah in Teaneck. Everybody's invited. Information uh, about the dinner. Do we have a... Um Information about the dinner, you can go to the website. The Young Israel website is yiot.org, yiot.org, or 201-837-1710. That's 201-837-1710. And Mazal Tov to our very own Rochelle and Mark Zamek on this distinction on the 14th of February. Kosher Halftime Show comes up on Sunday. It'll be made available at 8 p.m. on our website at nachomsegel.com. Very excited as Soul Farm has been slated to be in the Kosher Halftime Show slot with some great selections this coming Sunday. Should be a lot of fun. Make sure you're tuned in. Make sure you share it with everybody you know. Uh, the annual event, the Kosher Halftime Show, uh, was a great success last year. We want it to be even more successful this year. So please make sure to share it uh, both during and uh, after the game this coming Sunday. And we greatly appreciate that. This is Simcha Liner. Yeah. 
Mordechai Ben David. That's called Lule. Before that, Simcha Liner and Shomer off of Pisfi Lee. 29 minutes after 7 o'clock on this Wednesday morning broadcast. Rumor has it that Jonah Gantraus celebrated a birthday yesterday. I want to take this opportunity and wish a belated happy birthday to Jonah Gantraus. Somewhat of a colleague. He's uh, calling a lot of games for TABC TV these days. Even gives JM and the AM shout-outs during the game. Oh, yes. 15 degrees. It's cold out there. The wind chills at 5. Make sure to bundle up. Sunny with a high temperature of 32. Our kosher halftime show this coming Sunday is made available at 8 p.m. Eastern time on our uh, website at NahumSiegel.com. That's where you'll find it. An amazing show starring Soul Farm brought to you by the Friends of the Abe Namark Foundation. And um, I thank them and everybody who's into uh, good Jewish entertainment who are instrumental in bringing the uh, program to everybody this coming Sunday. Uh, special hello to the friends of the Abe Namark Foundation for making it possible. JM and the AM, Wednesday morning broadcast. Uh, got a uh, got an email from listener Janet reminding us that Chabad of Tinek begins a six-week parenting series beginning at 8 o'clock, I'm assuming this is today, at the Chabad House in Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, the uh, six-week parenting series is in loving memory of uh, Deborah Barron. And it happens at the Chabad House in Teaneck. To register, you want to contact Rabbi Simon. Easy enough, Rabbi Simon at AOL.com. Or you could literally go to the web at ChabadHouse.com. ChabadHouse.com for information. And again, that uh, Chabad of Teaneck six-week parenting series beginning at 8 o'clock is in memory of uh, Deborah Barron. A uh, reminder from all of us here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Halevi. Oh, and by the way, I noticed um, just a few minutes ago uh, a, a news item on the passing of a Dean Jacob Rabinowitz. Uh, Dean Rabinowitz uh, was an instrumental figure in the Yeshiva University family. Professor Emeritus of Talmud, um, he was uh, formerly Dean of Judaic Studies and of IBC, a renowned teacher and educator. And for those of us from Camp Morashah and the old days in Camp Morashah history, you'll remember that uh, Dean Jake Rabinowitz was largely responsible for forming its educational policies and setting its educational and religious standards, one of those responsible for the development and success of Camp Morashah. Uh, the funeral takes place today, 11 a.m. at Shomer Hadass on 14th Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Our condolences to the entire family. Uh, he is somebody who will be missed, and uh, again, for many of us, a, a figure who was uh, extremely important in our own development. So we remember uh, Dean Rabbi Jacob Rabinowitz, funeral taking place uh, later today, and we remember him uh, this morning here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanishmas Rav Zeb and Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in Shmos, No man could see his brother, nor could anyone rise from his place. The Chidushi Arim, the Ger Rebbe explains that once each person couldn't see his brother, he could no longer discern what his brother needed. 
He couldn't perceive what his brother was lacking. The Pasuk then says, he could not rise. They had sunk to such a low state that they could no longer elevate themselves spiritually. The Sefer Ali Shor writes, in a similar vein, when a person is steeped in the desires of his heart and he pursues only fulfilling his own cravings, it's difficult for him to consider what the other person may be in need of. He is self-absorbed, a narcissist, unable to enter the other person's world and put himself in his shoes. Yet, opportunities to do chesed are sometimes transitory. We therefore request and tell him, Ach toivo chesed yedifuni, may only goodness and kindness pursue me. May the opportunities to do chesed and stock a charity not elude me. One should make every attempt to do maisim of chesed, acts of chesed, with all individuals, the rich, the poor, the wise, the imprudent, those who are successful and those who are not. This is as Eliezer Ever Avraham, the servant of Avraham, prayed, Hashem, do kindness with my master Avraham. Rav Chagi said in the name of Rav Yitzchak, everyone needs chesed, even Avraham Avinu. The opportunities for chesed and staka are many. Sometimes a person is in need of a listening ear or good counsel, bikocholim, a shidduch. At times, one may need physical help or perhaps money for food. The Ali Shor notes that when a person does a maisa chesed, he performs an act of kindness, a spark of Ruach HaKodesh, the Divine Spirit, is generated. There is an added dimension to the individual, which brings about an elevation to his soul. Rav Morcha Doiv of Harnestaipel had a wound on his back. A non-Jewish doctor came to examine him, and determined that the only way he could heal him was by applying a searing hot rod to the wound. The doctor took the rod, put it in the fire, and placed it on the back of Rav Marchadoiv. The Rav neither flinched nor cried out. The doctor once again put the rod in the fire and made it even hotter, then applied it again to the Rebbe's flesh. There was still no response. The third time, the doctor kept the rod in the fire until it turned red hot like the flame itself. Then he immediately applied it to Rav Mordechai Dov's wound, who didn't react at all. The doctor jumped to his feet. He cried out, This is not a human being. He is either an angel or the devil himself. Rav Mordechai Dov sat up and he told the doctor, I'm just a regular person of flesh and blood. But you must understand, there are so many people that come to me and pour out their hearts full of sorrow, their troubles and their pains. That burns my flesh a lot more than your iron rod. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Oh, boy. This has the potential to be a monster song. This really has potential. Kulambiyachad. That is the uh, the great Yehuda Green from the brand new CD here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning. Uh, I'm told that the words that we read um, at the obituary, the notice that we read earlier about uh, Dr. Uh, Rabbi D- Jacob Rabinowitz of Blessed Memory, uh, the words were written by Larry Waxman, of course, who uh, who would know more about the history of Kent Shah than Larry. And I thank him for uh, for those words. As we remember uh, Dean Rabinowitz this morning here at JM and the funeral at 11 o'clock today in Borough Park, Brooklyn. And um, again, those of us in the Yeshiva University community, especially from that era, certainly um, are affected by the loss. JM and the AM with 15 degrees, very cold. Make sure to bundle up. Keep in mind that the votetorah.org website is active. They are asking everybody uh, to take a moment. I mean, it's officially between now and March, but try to do it as soon as possible to vote for the religious Zionist slate in the World Zionist Congress. All the information, if you go to votetorah.org or go to their Facebook page for Vote Torah 2015, Twitter Vote Torah 2015, you have an opportunity to make a big difference, and um, the religious Zionist slate does include many amazing organizations, including Amit B'nai Akiva, the OU, the RCA, the RZA, Torah Mitzion, Turo, YU, uh, Young Israel, they are all included. So go to votetorah.org for information on the election and do so as soon as you can. I uh, got a uh, response from listener Janet. Yes, in fact, that event is tonight. In loving memory of Deborah Barron of Blessed Memory, Chabad of Teaneck has a six-week parenting series that starts tonight at 8 p.m. at the Chabad House. The best way to contact Rabbi Simon is Rabbi Simon at AOL.com or ChabadHouse.com. And everyone is encouraged to be there tonight and to participate in what will likely be a wonderful presentation. So make sure to attend. Today on the stream at jmtheam.org, we have amazing programming. We have an opportunity today at 9 o'clock, right after JM and the AM, to uh, speak about the Heroes to Heroes Foundation, uh, which is an incredible, incredible effort uh, to um, to make the to make the adjustment back to regular society for American soldiers as easy as possible. And one of the ways they do it, one of the things they do is um, is take American vets to Israel uh, to meet Israeli soldiers and be with them for a few days. It's a very, very interesting program. We discuss it 9 o'clock this morning on Beyond Milk and Honey right after JM and the AM. You can hear it, of course, on jmtheam.org, and you can hear it on the uh, app at NSN, the NSN app. Uh, they'll have it live, of course. Uh, Rabbi Steve Berg at 9.30 this morning on Community Roundtable. He'll discuss Prime Minister Netanyahu's upcoming trip to speak before a joint session of Congress. We know how that's been received, mixed uh, reception. We also discussed yesterday, they'll also discuss yesterday's U.N. Holocaust Remembrance Day Last Thursday's day at the U.N. discussing anti-Semitism and the anti-Semitic outburst that happened at the New York City Council when they were trying to pass a resolution recognizing the 70th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz-Buchenwald. It's all happening with Rabbi Steve Berg, Community Roundtable, 9.30 this morning on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Simura vota 
In the AM, it's Benny Friedman, the Center for Jewish Life Testimonial Dinner, Center for Jewish Life, based in Marlboro, New Jersey, under the leadership of Rabbi Yossi Kanelsky. Their testimonial dinner is coming up February the 8th. That's Sunday, February the 8th, with many distinguished honorees. The testimonial dinner will feature guest speaker, U.S. Congressman Chris Smith, Republican from the 4th District here in New Jersey, senior member on the Foreign Affairs Committee and chair of the Congressional Caucus, on combating anti-Semitism, happens Sunday, February the 8th, beginning at 5 p.m. with cocktails at the Center for Jewish Life on Route 79 in Marlboro, New Jersey. Rabbi Yossi Kanelsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank morning, you. how are you? Baruch Hashem, thank you for having me back here. It's always a pleasure to be here, and I always reminisce my early days back in the old uh, in West Orange, was it? East Orange. You remember that place? East Orange, yes. In the small gray. Uh, you must be older house. than I think you are. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> On the right-hand side of the street. Yeah. How many uh, How many years has the Center for Jewish Life in Marlboro existed? Eleven years. We're celebrating our eleventh anniversary. How? Who? Who? And I don't know if this is a complicated question or not. Who assigned you? Who recommended? Who sought out? that Marlboro could use a young rabbi like you to open up a Chabad center in a place like Marlboro? It's a great question, and the answer to that is that my father, as uh, you know very well and is a very frequent visitor here to the station. Yeah, but he's Union County. Correct. Uh, many of the families that he was servicing that lived back in the day in Elizabeth um, eventually moved out of the apartments and uh, established themselves and moved down south. Really? To Old Bridge, to uh, Marlboro, Manalapin, Coltsneck, Freehold, East Brunswick, and uh, wanted to have more of a presence in their area, you know, schlepping, you know, 40 minutes to an hour. Uh, sometimes is difficult, and right. to be able to really be involved, not just come to shul once a year, 
required that. And so there was actually a written petition uh, where we moved originally in Madison Gardens by the uh, residents there asking my father to find them someone to move there and to establish a shul. And in 2004, that is when uh, Dean and I, my wife, uh, we moved to Oldbridge and we established the center was uh, in 2004. In fact, one of the honorees uh, this year, which is receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award, Mr. Israel Libus, um, is a resident of Madison Gardens who formerly lived in Elizabeth and went to my father's shul uh, immediately when he immigrated here back in 1991 and uh, moved to Madison Gardens and uh, joined our shul and frequently came there every single Shabbos. Uh, he recently celebrated last month his 88th birthday, Kenai Nahara. Wow. And uh, he is uh, still coming to Shul Baruch Hashem and uh, still saying L'chaim. Herbie Yesikinelski is here. It must be one of the most frightening and fearful experiences being told, especially in the system that Chabad houses usually undertake, because essentially, I know it's not always 100% like this, but essentially you're responsible for the building, for the fundraising, etc., the whole infrastructure, the whole operation, which makes sense because otherwise it would be impossible to support all the different Chabad houses around the world. It must be a frightening experience at any young age to be given that type of assignment. It is. It's frightening. It's challenging. But uh, with the inspiration and direction of the Rebbe, uh, any task is... Uh, surpassed with great accomplishments. And uh, if you talk about the Rebbe, uh, this Friday is going to be the yard site of the previous Lubavitch Rebbe, Yud Shvat, the 10th day of Shvat. And uh, I recall a story that uh, was told. There was an individual, individual, excuse me, who, who challenged, who questioned the previous Rebbe back in Russia when he was uh, essentially borrowing money to build mikvos, to build a mikvah ritual bath, uh, house and money that obviously was borrowed. People that were involved in building the mikvos uh, were arrested, uh, and eventually the mikvos were closed. And so he came to the Rebbe and he says, "Why all of this, you know, toil? Why are you working so hard? Why are you doing all of this?" When this is the eventuality, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the mikvos may be open for a few days, a week, mm-hmm. or and, you know, and all of this is going on. And the Rebbe, you know, became very serious and said that even if one individual benefits and uses this mikvah, then all of the work and all of the toil and all of the hassle that is involved is beneficial. So if we talk on a much larger scale, where after 11 years there are 2,000 families that call Center for Jewish Life their home from three different counties, when we have today almost 100 children coming every Sunday to Hebrew school in eight different classes, when we started, we had four children in one small class. Are there over 100 now? Over 100 children coming every Sunday. We have eight different classes, Kanainahara. Mm. We have a summer camp that after two years already has 50 children coming. And this year... Also based in Marlboro? Also in, the same, in our center, the Marlboro Jewish Day Camp. We have 40 young boys and girls that are in high school that are coming every single Thursday for two hours to learn, to study, to socialize, to interact to maintain, to preserve their Jewish identity. Of course it's worth it. Rabbi Yassi Kanelski is here. Do you have any support for all this? I don't mean financial support. Are there other Chabad families that have moved in or other people involved 
and educational potentially who help you out, or is it you and your wife who are doing all of this, the camp, the Hebrew school, and everything else? It's all you. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, Dina and myself that are there. Um, we have uh, a van of uh, of young women that come in uh, on Sundays to help out in the teaching. Obviously, we have eight different classes, uh, and during the week we have a full office staff that help and prepare and work and make this all happen. But uh, we are the Nachshon Ben Aminadov in Marlboro. And what about the day camp? You have people who come in every day as staff? We have a full staff. We actually employ some of the local uh, teen members mm. to get them involved and interact, and, and they've grown tremendously. In fact, this past summer, uh, some of the uh, from counselors that joined them from Lakewood um, had some had a Shabbaton and had some interactive programming after camp where the girls have maintained a connection and relationship and grown themselves in Yiddishkeit. So amazing. Very interesting. And on a typical Shabbos, you could have a big crowd over there. We had this past Shabbos uh, 60 people. Very nice. Baruch Hashem. The Center for Jewish Life Testimonial Dinner, which will feature guest speaker U.S. Congressman Chris Smith, Republican from the 4th District and senior member of the Foreign Affairs Committee and chair of the Congressional Caucus on Combating Anti-Semitism, happens Sunday, February the 8th, starting at 5 p.m. at the Center for Jewish Life. You're doing this in the building itself? In our center, yes. Route 79 in Marlboro, New Jersey. What's the phone number for information on this? 732-316-7600. There's also a website, cjlnj.com, CJL for Center for Jewish Life, cjlnj.com for information, and you can help support the amazing work of Rabbi Kanelsky down in Marlboro, New Jersey. Tell me about the four sets of honorees that you have slated for February the 8th. Uh, beginning with the guests of honor, Jan and Lena Feldman. Uh, interestingly, uh, they're formerly from Marlboro. Uh, a few years ago, they moved to, down to Princeton, New Jersey, and still maintain a close relationship with the center, perhaps now more than ever. Uh, missing uh, what they had just around the corner from their house at one point. Um, I was privileged to study, prepare both of their boys for bar mitzvah. In fact, their younger son, Joseph, uh, attends our teen club periodically all the way from Princeton. Uh, Jan and Lena have been with us from day one, from the inception of the center, and have been a, uh, at the forefront and one of the founding members of making this all happen. I recall sitting in Jan's office a number of years ago and telling him about this ambitious idea of uh, moving to Marlboro and buying this big building. And he said, Rabbi, I thought only I was that crazy to take on such a challenge. But I said, I need you to uh, join me. And uh, so four years later, we are here and uh, celebrating in this uh, magnificent building. As you mentioned earlier, we're going to be celebrating. We have a 5,000-square-foot ballroom itself in the center where we'll celebrate the dinner. Uh, one of the main things, if you you know, that I would attribute to Jan is that he's uh, extremely uh, passionate and influential in encouraging uh, some of his peers and friends who maybe still have not yet had a bris milah uh, to do so, and uh, people that have uh, that he has encouraged has rippled effect to uh, other friends of theirs in other parts of the world, as far as Russia and uh, the Ukraine, etc. So they are our guests of honor, and we're very uh, glad to have them as a part of us and, and really thank them for their support. Uh, Alex and Tanya Smirtenko, uh, recipients of the Community Service Award. Tanya has been uh, 
one of the founders, uh, along with another woman, uh, Dina and myself, uh, with this J-Teen program, uh, immediately when we opened the center, we had teen programming, but it was more uh, holiday-based. Every few months, we did something periodically for the teens. And uh, probably about six years ago, seven years ago now, um, we decided to start having a teen program on a weekly basis on Thursdays. And Tanya was extremely helpful. Uh, attending every single week with us, putting this all together, and slowly, you know, putting a nice group. We started with probably five, six boys and girls, and today over 40 boys and girls that are coming. And on a regular Thursday? On a regular Thursday, and, and parents tell me... Central New Jersey? You know, one of the mothers tells me, says, I don't know what you do with the kids <laughs> on Thursday, but from Monday there is a talk in the house, who's going to bring my son to your program on Thursday night? So it's very special, and in fact, uh, moving to the next honoree, to Igor and Irina Cherny, their son, a, an alumni of our J-18 program, is responsible for bringing his parents to the center. Uh, he was introduced to the T teen from a friend of his in high school who told him, you know, come with me. There's a cool new program in These town. These kids are in local high schools, yes. I assume. Yeah, they're in Marlboro High School and Cold Snake High School and Oldbridge. Um, and he came, and he loved it, and a few weeks later, his parents show up at my door and tell me, our son tells me all about this, and he says, we need to join, we need to be a part of this. And so they are uh, being honored for the Community Partnership Award because ever since they have been a driving force in their own quiet and polite way, uh, inspiring their friends to join and be a part. Their son now is uh, currently in Rutgers University and uh, recently attended one of our Shabbatons for the teen alumni college students uh, during the uh, winter break. His brother now uh, is in our J-18 program, uh, was bar mitzvah two years ago, and his youngest sister is in our Hebrew school. And uh, last but not least, uh, Israel Libas, as I mentioned earlier, uh, is receiving the uh, Lifetime right. Achievement Award for his involvement. Uh, all great uh, individuals that really make up and give you a glimpse as to the community that we've established, thank God, and, and a lot to come. How do you do it, Rabbi Kanelsky? What is the secret? Well, a lot, of, a lot of teens would think it's not exactly cool to go to a J-teen program, you know? It's uh, it's become very cool. Uh, they, I, I want to say that the, the J-teen has rippled that, uh, first of all, college students today tell me, I had a girl in my office uh, two months ago, uh, had a special write-up, I guess, to do in college, and she told me that her friends today that she keeps up with are friends that she's met five, six years ago at the shul at the J-Team program. <laughs> now, this is coming from a family who her parents barely make it to shul on Yom Kippur. And her Jewish boys, friends, boys and girls that she's involved with today, that she goes out with and associates with, are those kids. So the J-Team program has really become a magnet where boys and girls should not, God forbid, assimilate in the high school system and, and lose touch after bar and bat mitzvah, but on the contrary, to regain that connection and to build new friends and, and hopefully continue that uh, after. It's amazing. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. 
Rockland County 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. You hear Rabbi Yossi Kanelsky. They're doing amazing work at the Center for Jewish Life. It's based in Marlboro, New Jersey. And on Sunday, February the 8th, you all have an opportunity to be there at the testimonial dinner down in Marlboro and, of course, to support this amazing cause. Uh, pay tribute to the guests of honor and all the awardees. Uh, call 732-316-7600, 732-316-7600. Go to the website, cjlnj.com cjlnj.com Rabbi Kanowski? I just want to say to anyone that is listening right now, uh, anyone that lives in our area and would like to join and would like to give their children uh, an opportunity to really connect and really explore their Jewish identity, I definitely encourage them to. If you know any of your friends or colleagues or uh, work uh, colleagues as well that may uh, live in this uh, neck of the woods, this has definitely become a, a home, a haven for so many families, and Baruch Hashem keeps growing. And uh, you asked before, how do I do it? Uh, I want to continue to be busy with this, and uh, Hashem Baruch Hashem gives me the strength, the time somehow to continue to do it, as you know. And I want to thank you for being uh, such a close family friend for so many years, and much atzlacha to you, as the Rebbe blessed you uh, many times, uh, atzlacha and everything that you do. Amen. Continue to grow and uh, to continue to inspire Achenu B'nai Yisrael, our brothers and sisters all over. Thank Amen. you very much. Thank you very much. I hope the Center for Jewish Life dinner is a tremendous success. Amen. Happens February 8th down in Marlboro. Use the phone number and web address, everybody, for information. And my thanks to Rabbi Yussi Kanelski. Wednesday morning broadcast, this is JM in the AM.
The Wine Rib Brothers from their brand new CD. They call it Me'en Olam Haba. That's a Nigun Simcha at JM&AM. 13 minutes after 8 o'clock. David Lowy before that. Brand new with Horaini. The CD is entitled Atai Madi here at JM&AM. I want to remind everybody that our very own Mark Zamek, our very own Rochelle and Mark Zamek, I should say, are the guests of honor coming up on February the 14th as the board of directors of the Young Israel of Teaneck invite you to their 16th annual dinner. Rochelle and Mark are the guests of honor. Tamar and Matt Lowy will get the uh, Charlie Gartenberg Memorial Service Award. Uh, Tamar and Matt Lowe. Saturday night, February the 14th, cocktails begin at 8.15 at Keter Torah in Teaneck, New Jersey. Information, contact the Young Israel of Teaneck. Uh, that would be uh, yiot.org, yiot.org for information. Again, mazal tov to our very own Rochelle and Mark Zamek on that amazing distinction. The uh, West Side Institutional Synagogue has announced its uh, young leadership Tailgate Shabbat. That's right. <laughs> Westside Institutional Synagogue always has interesting programs. And in honor of the uh, Super Bowl this Sunday, they have a tailgate Shabbat lunch, a young leadership lunch for those in their 20s and 30s. Information, contact them at the 212-877-7652. 212-877-7652 for information on that. Uh, speaking of this coming uh, Sunday... Super Sunday, the Kosher Halftime Show, presented by the Friends of the Abe Neymark Foundation, is going to be starring Soul Farm, and we'll make that available on the website at NahumSiegel.com starting at about 8 p.m. Eastern Time. There's a countdown clock, which you can see on the, on the homepage of our website. So in case uh, you lose track of when exactly the Kosher Halftime Show begins, uh, you'll be able to look at that and see exactly how far away you are from it. Uh, tomorrow, C. Lansbaum will join us. Soul Farm will be with us. We'll talk about Sunday's big performance. Should be a lot of fun. Make sure to be tuned in. Lots of news out there. You heard about the incident in the northern part of Israel. IDF soldiers uh, injured by a Hezbollah attack from Lebanon. Uh, Har Hermon being evacuated because of the situation. Uh, Naftali Bennett has made an interesting choice, putting Eli Ohana, the great Israeli soccer legend, on his list. And boy, he's been getting a lot of criticism. Senator Menendez here in New Jersey has decided to hold off on the sanctions push against Iran until the end of March, upsetting many people. We have been recommending that people call Senator Menendez over the last few weeks to thank him. Now we're recommending that you may want to consider calling and expressing your dissatisfaction with his decision. And there's plenty more to talk about. It's all happening uh, this coming Friday when we discuss... The events of this week with Malcolm Honeline. Join us Friday for the weekly update at 7.40 in the morning right here at JM in the AM. Uh, the most recent release from the Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestras, Mordechai Shapiro and the Edidim Choir at JM in the AM.
Give it up. 
Forget the uh, name of that amazing violinist. He really is incredible when he does those solos. Just remarkable. Our entitled Baum Orchestra, Mordechai Shapiro on the lead vocal with the Adidim Choir. They call it the first dance set. It was just loaded on uh, Sunday up to YouTube. Over 4,000 views already. Pretty amazing. JM in the AM at 23 minutes after 8 o'clock. 15 degrees. Very cold. Sunny today. The blizzard did not turn out the way we thought it would or the way we uh, were told it would. I guess we should be happy about that. <laughs> I think Ken Friedman was a little annoyed with me last night as I was complaining about the uh, inaccuracy of the weather forecast. He was defending those who were taking all precautions for the 30-inch storm. All right. I get that. I will listen to my leader on this one. 24 minutes after the hour, JM and the AM, Yitzhak Saflos is going to join us. We'll talk about the... The, the, we'll talk about this part of the big deer shoe event and we'll explain what all that is and what that means. There's a lot of different stages to what, uh, deer shoe is doing as they approach the big, big, big event happening at the end of March. Uh, if you are somebody who is, um, intrigued by amazing Torah study and, um, really appreciate a big Torah celebration, you'll enjoy what we have to offer, and we'll talk about that coming up. A week from today, the Tubishvat special. I have prepared Mayor Weingarten. I told him I'm going to be a tough Tubishvat partner a week from today. I will keep him on his toes as I do every single year. And this year especially, I'm in a very sensitive Tubishvat mood. I don't like Tubishvat specials when it's 10 degrees outside. <laughs> I enjoy the Tubishvat specials when the, when the mercury's going up, when it looks like we have some hope to actually get out of winter already. So he's going to have to be careful a week from today, but join us everybody. It should be a lot of fun. Our, uh, Tubishvat special happens, uh, one week from today between six and nine right here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to it. Coming up at nine o'clock this morning, I get the opportunity on the, on the Beyond Milk and Honey show to, uh, discuss an amazing organization, Heroes to Heroes. Heroes to Heroes essentially helps American veterans and one of the ways they help them, 
uh, acclimate back to society and uh, and recover from some of the terrible things that they've gone through physically and emotionally is by taking them to Israel. That's what they do, they actually take them to Israel. And we'll talk about that coming up at 9 o'clock. Coming up at 9.30, a great program from Rabbi Steve Berg, Community Roundtable. He'll discuss Prime Minister Netanyahu's upcoming trip to speak before a joint session of Congress. He'll talk about the U.N. Holocaust Remembrance Day. He'll talk about the day last week of the U.N. that discussed anti-Semitism and, and the anti-Semitic outburst that happened at the New York City Council when they were trying to pass a resolution recognizing the 70th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz-Buchenwald. That's all happening today, 9.30, or by Steve Berg, Community Roundtable. That happens on our stream at jmtheam.org. Should be very, very interesting. Ari Goldwag from the English album. Next, this is JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM. Ari Goldwag, it's called Your Smile off of the English album. 8.31 in the morning, Michael Oren, who spent four years as Prime Minister Netanyahu's ambassador to Washington, has called on Mr. Netanyahu to cancel his speech to Congress about Iran. Amos Yadlin, a former military intelligence chief who frequently briefed the Israeli Prime Minister on security matters, denounced it as irresponsible, meaning the speech. Both men criticized their former boss for politicizing issues vital to Israel's future. Both also have their own political motives. Oren's running for parliament with a brand new center-right party, and Yadlin is defense minister-designee of the uh, center-left party Zionist camp. If Netanyahu imagined that the speech scheduled for two weeks before the March 17th election in Israel would bolster his status as statesman, the undiplomatic way it was arranged has instead given his challengers an opening to undermine his main campaign platform. This was written by Jody Rudrin in the New York Times under the headline, Netanyahu talks stirs backlash in Israeli race. This is very interesting, fascinating, in fact. Uh, the uh, lead-up to this speech or this non-speech, who knows in the end what's going to happen, uh, having a major effect, just the, the pre-speech stuff having a major effect on what's happening uh, in Israeli politics. And this is beyond Naftali Bennett uh, assigning a space on the list to a great Israeli soccer player and all the other stuff that's going on in this election. We'll have an opportunity to talk about all this in depth with Malcolm Holmline this Friday. And we do the weekly update at 7.40 in the morning right here on Friday at JM in the AM. Uh, don't forget, Kosher Halftime Show comes up on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time is when it's available. It's presented by the Friends of the Abe Namark Foundation. It will star Soul Farm. We'll make it available at about 8 o'clock Eastern Time on Sunday night, the Kosher Halftime Show. And we are looking forward to it. Soul Farm will join us tomorrow. And we'll talk about their big performance coming up on Sunday. Uh, well, many of you are aware of the fact that we spoke about this in the context of the uh, Safer Giborim and this trip that's going on uh, next week to Rodin. Uh, many of you are aware of, uh, were, are aware of the fact that Deershu has a massive celebration coming up in March as their first cycle of Dafyomi Bahalacha uh, comes to an end or comes, I should say, to the culmination, the big celebration. And they're doing a lot of stuff between now and then um, to commemorate this event. We are, uh, obviously, as you know from the history of this show, we are very into the daily study of Torah. We've uh, spoken about and promoted Dafyomi. We've spoken about and promoted Nachiomi, uh, Tanachiomi. And uh, uh, over the last few months, we've had an opportunity to discuss the Deer Shoes work and the um, incredible uh, uh, commitment that so many people have made in Dafyomi Bahalacha in this unique program. Uh, probably the centerpiece in our area of all their activities is Yitzhak Saflis of Bottom Line Marketing Group, our good friend who continues to work on all these events and has the latest information for us. Yitzhak Saflis, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How good. are you? Everything is wonderful. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everything is wonderful and it's a pleasure to speak to you and we are gearing up and getting ready for uh really an amazing and incredible stretch of events with Deershu. Just to explain to people, because a lot of folks in our audience are obviously familiar with programs like Dafyomi, Tanachyomi, etc. Uh quite frankly, this is the halachic version, right? The this is the uh, the one that concentrates on halacha, on Jewish law, where people every single day are in a specific course of study. Would that be the easiest way to uh to uh, explain this whole thing? That is very correct, very accurate. The same way 
Talmud, uh, Talmud Bavli, the, uh, the Talmud, as we know, many years ago, uh, in the early 1900s, uh, they established a Daf Hayoimi Bavli program. And we know that recently in uh, 2012, everyone celebrated, I believe it was the 12th cycle of it. It's a seven and a half year cycle. Right. We're into the 13th cycle. Uh, around seven years ago, uh, Dirshu initiated a Dafa Yemi Bahalacha. So it's the same, the same idea that you learn a Dafa day of Halacha. Um, and, and the goal is every seven years to finish the entire Mishnah Burur, which of course is Arachayim, that section of Shulchan Aruch, and to complete it every seven years. Uh, it's, it, it, just as you described it, it's a Dafa Day program. Yeah, I'm looking at, not that I'm stalling, but as you're saying this and explaining to our audience what's going on, I'm looking at the calendar just to see what we're up to, and uh, sure enough, uh, there's a uh, there's a calendar that keeps everybody you know on course up to date, telling you exactly what uh, what simon everybody's up to, what portion, what chapter of Mishnah Brewer. I'm trying to explain to everybody those who are both familiar with Mishnah Brewer and those who may not be exactly how it works. And you follow along with the calendar. And at the end of March, as we've been saying, uh, the uh, culmination of the very first cycle will occur. There are major celebrations planned. We'll be obviously at some of them. And 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 leading up to all this. There is a trip to Rodden. Now remember, the Chavetz Chaim who wrote the Mishnah Brura was from Rodden. He was from the city of Rodden. And I, I guess you and the people of Deershu felt that it would be appropriate for there to be an inclusion in this entire process of the city of Rodden and actually visiting the resting place of the Chavetz Chaim. This happens this coming week, right? Yes, so exactly as you said, with the culmination of the first cycle, which will take place in approximately mid-March, I right. think it's like Aleph Nisan, when the actual first cycle completes, uh, which of course finishes Chelek Vav and then begins Chelek Aleph once again. Right. So there was a there was a feeling that let's go to the kever of the Chavetz Chaim who who penned the Mishnah Brura uh, over a hundred years ago. And go with a with a delegation of senior rabbanim from primarily from from Eretz Israel from Israel, um, but some from around the world as well, and to go to the kever and be mispalo, and, and what greatest chus could it be to having the chavetz chaim be a uh, a melech yosher, an advocate in heaven, if you will, uh, on behalf of all those that that learn his his farm every day. Yeah, that's essentially it. In other words, this is in these chus of those who have taken upon themselves to actually be part of the Dirshu Dafyomi Bahalacha program. Is there an estimate? Do you have any idea how many people are now involved? How many people every single day take on this commitment to be part of this unique halachic cycle? Yeah, so around the world is, is really the key word there because uh, the the program itself is on uh, is in five continents going strong right now. Wow. So, so around the world, the number is over 10,000, the people that are learning and adhering to this particular program day in and day out. Right, and if people want, because Deershu's always been very serious, not that any other program is not serious, but Deershu has always said that they will make sure to, uh, to give exams, literally tests on the material that people are doing every single day. You have testing centers around the world, so people can not only keep up, but if they want to, they can challenge themselves to find out just how much of the information they're retaining every single day. Correct. There's so many different methods that they have. We know that uh, Deershu's MO, 
modus operandi is the fact that you could learn and retain. Retention is really the key word. Right. Um, and therefore, they have tests every month, that, and, and people get stipends based on their scores. They have a, a daily e-blast, which is, a, I know not for today's conversation, but is an incredible tool. Right. Uh, people could listen. Obviously, there are shiurim around the world. They could listen live on Kololoshin. Um, there's, there's a monthly bulletin. And, of course, there's a daily luach, which has Dafiemi Bavli, Yerushalmi, and Dafiemi Bahalacha, which is a cute little tool. But, uh, of oh. course, with the, yeah. No, I was going to say, and, and we'll talk about Rodden again in a moment, but I just was going to say, that you had mentioned to me that anybody who would hesitate to join the program now, you know, the, the, you, you'd think that the big push would be for people to join toward the end of March when the new cycle begins. But you pointed out to me that actually the, the Hilchos Purim, right? Megillah, Purim, etc. is going to be starting in a few days. It might be a natural part or a natural place for people to hop aboard and be part of this. Correct. And thank you for pointing that out. It's it, similar to Talmud Bavli, where anyone that's learning, even though people that are, are in right now are in Yavamis, right. but throughout the cycle, it will coordinate many times with the Yom Taivim. A person will be learning Sukkah or Yuma or whatever, Rosh Hashanah, etc., at times when the Yom Taivim come out. And no different with Dafi Yemi Bahalacha. Right now, they happen to be uh, towards the end of Hilchas Hanukkah, they're right. in Tafresh involved. Um, but very soon, I believe it's February 9th, we're already starting the Dalit Parashiyas and going right into Purim. So it's like an incredible time to even go into Purim knowing the halachas of Purim. How does, does one need to do anything to officially join or they could just literally, you know, take it upon themselves every day and, uh, and that's it? Uh, they could just take it upon themselves. There's no registration necessary. No, no <laughs> registration necessary. But they can't, no. but they can get a calendar, right? They can get a calendar to follow along. And they, can, and they also can get a special set of Mishnah Brewer if they wish, right? Isn't there a special set that Deer should put out specifically for this program? There is a special set, but of course any set of Mishnah Brewer right. works, but uh, Deer Shu happens to have a, a their own set, which is uh, coincidental because they, it, it's an incredible set really for any home because it has... The short, the short of it is that when the Mishnah Brewer was finished, it was finished in 1907. Right. And as we know, uh, quite a few inventions have come along since 1907. <laughs> so what do we do about all those Shilas? So there have been many great Poiskim over the years, and the Dirshim Mishnah Brewer has, opposite every folio of the original Mishnah Brewer, it has uh, Psach Halacha. It has the, the, the latest rulings from many of, of today's Poiskim that deal with Shilas that, Perhaps the Chavetz Chaim couldn't have dreamt of. Right. So, for instance, if someone is curious about using microwave ovens, obviously the Chavetz Chaim can deal with that. That's in part of the Dir Shemushna Bura. That's correct. There, right? All the modern day Shilas, right. from, like you said, Chelik Aleph through the Chelik Gimel, of course, Shabbos, and through every single Chelik. It's loaded with modern day questions, and um, of course, provides answers. Yitzchak Safos is with us. The trip to Rodin is. Is this a large group, or just a few people are going? What happens next week? Yeah, so it, it, it seems that the group, to my knowledge, is approximately 50 to 75. Oh, it's pretty as big. It, as it's coming together, yes. And uh, a, a very special group. Many senior Rabbanim, I believe Rav Chizkiel Mishkovsky is coming. There, there are many senior Rabbanim, and it's a very, a very special trip. So there'll be people traveling from Israel as well? Yes, primarily from Israel. That's even, even the ones that are coming, I know some from North America, they'll be first meeting up. And heading out on Sunday 
to Tehran. All right. Uh, there, there, we mentioned this on the air. There's something called Sefer Giborim. It's a, a book that's literally going to be uh, include a Sefer that will contain the names of everybody who's part of the Daf Hayomi Bahalacha, obviously those who you're aware of. And anybody out there who wants to participate, have their name included in the Sefer Giborim, which is being brought along to Rodin next week, what do they do? I, I mean, I know that they'll see in some of the newspapers an announcement. They literally could fill out their name, address, contact information, and send it in. Any other methods that people should know about in terms of the Sefer Giborim? Yes, and thank you for pointing it out, especially because time is of the essence. Right. Uh, the deadline to to join in this is this Maita Shabbos at 10 p.m. Okay. In short, what it is is that these tzaddikim are going, and we're going to be, uh, the, the entire delegation will be davening for those in the program, and for anyone who's committing now to join, even though, I know some people are concerned, let's say they may drop out, we're saying as long as it's a, uh, a, a commitment. We understand it's said, sincere commitment, right? Um, but if someone commits to join, that's why, you know, today we live in a time when, when a lot of people are looking for schoolers and, 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 and special uh, omens. Here, there's a delegation traveling to the Kaver, the Chavetz Chaim, and will be Mispal for all those who simply, I mean, I, I don't know if it's simply, but who simply commit to learn a, 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 a page of Mishnah Brura every day. And as you mentioned earlier, based on what you mentioned earlier, there'll be more than 10,000 people on that list. Yes. It's quite a comprehensive list, and of course it includes anyone, and, and the, uh, the Deer Show Office has reported to me that uh, many new people have signed up and are looking forward to, to this great source of having their name left in a permanent, uh, a, a safer, which will be left at the kever of the, of the Chavetz Chaim. All right, aside from sending in what people see in the papers and stuff, is there any other method people should be aware of to be included in the Safer Giborim? Yes, so I, I will leave also a phone number, especially okay. because the deadline is right. is this Maita Shabbos at ten at ten p.m. U.S. time, and that leaves us enough time to get it inscribed where it's being done in Eretz Israel. I would just recommend straight to just call eight 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 five Dirshu, and extension one four one. That's again eight 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 five. Dirshu, D-I-R-S-H-U, extension 141. All right, if you want to make this commitment, and it's an amazing commitment to study a page of Mishnah Berurah a day, uh, and the Dirshu Dafayomi Bahalacha um, system, and the again, the big celebration, the culmination, happens at the end of March. You can take it upon yourself now, as Yitzchak Saflis said, the Dalad Parshios Purim begins now in their course of study in a few days from now. Uh, or if you want to make a commitment to uh, to start with the new cycle, or if you already have made a commitment and they just don't know about you yet, uh, have your name inscribed in the Sefer Giborim. It'll be brought along on this trip to Rodden next week. And members of the uh, administration of Dirshu and, of course, uh, very well-known Russia Yeshiva are going to be part of that delegation. You can, uh, you, in the newspapers, you'll see we can actually just fill out your uh, name, phone number, email address, etc., or call this number and um, and let them know you want to be included in the Safer Giborim. It's a eight 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 five Dirshu D I R S H U eight 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 five Dirshu extension one forty one eight 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 five Dirshu extension one forty one, and uh, you'll be able to. Um, uh, be included in that. And um, and there you have it, the trip to Rodden coming up next week. And uh, many distinguished rabbis are going to be a part of it. Yitzchak Saflis, anything to add at this time? Oh, we uh, really appreciate the opportunity to share this information with your with your wonderful listeners. Well, look, it's a great program, and I hope some of our listeners will take it upon themselves. It's an amazing opportunity to... Uh, 
to participate in the daily study of halacha and hey, isn't that the basis of our whole existence? It's Jewish law. <laughs> you got to know what to do before you start analyzing, you know, why you're doing it. So, so I think that that's a, hopefully that's going to encourage a lot of people to join in and be part of it. Uh, big yeshikach to you and, uh, let us know how things go on the, on the mission to Rodden. And, um, any information people need, they can contact Deershoe at 8885-Deershoe Extension 141. Thank you, Yitzhak Saflis. Thank you. Wednesday morning broadcast, this is JM in the AM.
of the Achenu volume number three CD. That's Kishoshana here at JM in the AM. Wrapping up a Wednesday broadcast uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, uh, Beyond Milk and Honey, an amazing interview with the uh, director of the Heroes to Heroes Foundation where American veterans, as they uh, begin to emotionally recover from what they've gone through in Iraq, Afghanistan, etc., are taken to Israel to help that process. It's an amazing organization. And Rabbi Steve Berg, Community Roundtable at 9.30, a tremendous uh, resource of information regarding uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu's proposed speech in the Joint Session of Congress, Holocaust Remembrance Day, and so much more. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And that will wrap up a Wednesday broadcast. Plenty tomorrow, starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.